Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. On the fan, 877-337-6666. Always fun to reminisce. Still can't believe it's been 20 years. 20 years! Anyway, we started the show talking about the Giants and, you know, of course, recapping their season and looking ahead and recapping what Joe Shane and Brian Dable had to say yesterday as they met the media. I don't think there's any way to look at it other than it has been a... Great year for the Giants, and you should be hopeful about moving forward where I trust Joe Shane and Dable. It doesn't mean that they're going to exceed where they went this year. I mean, the expectation is going to be raised, schedule is going to be tougher, and there's a good chance that the Giants don't get as far as they did this year. Now, maybe there's just a little bit of regression, but then after that, they build it back up. It's still very, very early on in this rebuilding process. They exceeded all the expectations which there really weren't any this year. And I think it gives fans hope, but also you need to be a little realistic and understanding that this is going to be a process here. Where maybe, you know, the the fact that they went as far as they did this year can be harmful when fans now are going to have, I don't want to say false hope, but expectations raised to the point where they want to move on and do better than what they did this year. Where it won't be easy. 877-337-6666. Also going around the NFL a little bit. We've talked a little Yankees. Haven't really done Mets or even Rangers. Although we did mention the Rangers win at the Garden last night. But whatever it is you want to call and discuss. Brian is calling from Nanuet. What's up, Brian? Good morning, Shell. Welcome to Tuesday. Have a good one, my friend. Yeah, you too. First of all, I just want to let you know that Home Depot story was fantastic. Thank you. Glad you enjoyed it. 
Thank you, sir. Anyway, touching base with the uh, massacre that's taking place out in Long Island, uh, put together by Lame Amarillo and Lame Lambia. <laughs> you fire one of the best coaches in the history of hockey. You never make a, a move to get quicker in the forwards. We're old, we're slow, and it's showing up now. It, it's without even a break, and they look like they need a month off. Yeah, the I didn't like I didn't like the head coach change. It didn't make any sense to me. But it's one of those where all right, you trust Lamarillo. He thinks they need a new voice. They get a new voice, and it has not worked out. The Islanders should be better than what they are. They have obviously regressed after the Eastern Conference Finals appearance a couple years ago. You know, you figure maybe last year down year scheduling the new building, all that. And obviously this year they were supposed to be better. And they were looking good early on, but it's you know, they're, they're an average team right now, maybe below average. I have to agree with you it's below average because this team is it's listless out on the ice. They play uh, 20 minutes out of the 60. It's, it's a, a shame. Well, what do you, what do you want them to do, Brian? What is your answer? Well, obviously we, we had to unload some plays we did not do. Uh, Amarillo signed on some of his old buddies like Kyle Palmieri and Zach Parisi way past their prime. So we, we had to make moves for youth, and we still have a chance. I mean, let's bring the kids up from Bridgeport, and let's see what happens. All right, so no coaching change or anything like that. You're okay with Lamarillo or no? No, I think I think Blue really has to go, and I think Lambia has to go. The, the system worked for six weeks. Yeah, but see, this is where I have a an issue with Islander fans. I get not wanting to fire Trots. How can you not trust Lamarillo? Like Lamarillo changed. Yeah, no, I get it, but Lamarillo changed everything. He did when he came in, but uh, at eighty years old now, I think he lost some of that magic. Is he that old? He's eighty right now. Yes, he is. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to yeah, be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be discriminatory towards age, of course. I don't care how old you are. But I was a little surprised. Thank you for the call, Brian. Fleegs, you're a big Islander fan. You want Lamarillo? Are you uh, trusting his process here? Well, well here's, here's the problem. And, like, a year or two ago, I would have argued, yes, you have to. He has, for the most part, stood pat. And I know they've they've had a lot of free agents that have decided not to come here. But this is, for the most part... Just way too similar of a team to what it was a few years ago. All they've real, I mean, they have significantly improved in goaltending. I mean, Sorokin is having a great year this year. If you, right. if He's you the watch top the games and you just look at the numbers and the scores and see how they're losing, you're losing the story. It's almost like remember the years that Lundqvist was great and the Rangers were just playing atrocious defense in front of him. Sometimes they weren't scoring enough. That's happening to Sorokin. And some of the Islanders' problems, not all, but some are what they were four years ago, and they haven't improved. Like, this team still does not score nearly enough. The defense has gotten worse. Part of that could be the personnel. Part of that can be from changing from Barry Trotz to Lane Lambert. But then when you look at the offense, they just they do not score enough. Some of the young players have not developed the way you would have hoped for them to. It's just been a little too stagnant, especially the last two years. I was willing to... Say last year was a fluke. There were a lot of extreme circumstances that worked against them. But this year is getting to the point now where it's, all right, the only real difference is the coach, and that was Lou's decision. Right. So he thought, okay, let me try one last thing here, change the voice, go with the coach, Lambert, instead of Trotz. It has not worked. 
So now what? I did. I honestly did not realize he's eighty. That shouldn't make a big difference. But I mean, if you're Lou, like at, at some point, don't you want to retire? Or don't you want to be super aggressive to try to win before you say, all right, that's it. Either you get fired again or you decide to retire on your own. Like that. That's been the part that's missing. Where is well, you don't want to. You don't want to be reckless though, right? Or you do. But you right. want to be closer to that yeah. than doing nothing for a few years. Yeah. Right. I. I I'd rather him not be selfish and say, well, I've only got a couple of years left or whatever. I want to see a winner now. Let me go, you know, recklessly try to build this thing uh, back up or, or go over the top to try to win a Stanley Cup. But they were right there. I mean, they were right there. And Sorokin is a legitimate goal. You have that. You have a shot. So they are doing themselves a disjustice here or disservice. And they've given way too much leeway to older players. I get trusting veterans, but like Brian mentioned, speed matters too. Like, they're not just experienced. They're older. They're slower. The game is changing. They just can't keep up with some of these teams that maybe the talent level of the players doesn't match up. But when you add in just how much quicker they are, more agile, sometimes healthier, more durable, that makes a difference. And that can bump you from being a team that, all right, maybe you're one of the seven or eight best teams in the league. And because of your goalie, you have a shot to you're more like 13 to 16th best in the league. And if you have a bad couple of weeks, you might miss out on the postseason altogether. Yeah, they probably, well, I don't want to say probably at this point. There's still plenty of time left. But they have three more games played than Pittsburgh, and they have three fewer points. So, I mean, there's a better chance than not that the Islanders are going to be on the outside looking in. And in a year where you're likely going to get both the Rangers and Devils in, that would hurt. I mean, the Islanders going into last year were a Stanley Cup contender. They were supposed to be the best team in the town. They were supposed to be a team that can eventually potentially get over that hump of falling short in the conference finals. They fell flat on their face. Rangers took over. They go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Devils this year start out like the best team in hockey. Devils obviously right now still you know a postseason team, two and three in the Metropolitan Division, the Devils and Rangers, and the Islanders on the outside looking in. I mean... And I don't have the answers. I mean, you're going to have a reset from Ledecky at some point. If they don't get it done this year, you think Lou steps away and says, you know what, we made a mistake going with Lambert. Uh, I'm going to step back. and Or is he going to try to rebuild it? Because it's at a point now where you got to change, no? Well, they're in a tough spot because you don't want to complete. Like, they have a lot of pieces. Going through a full rebuild and blowing it up and trading a lot of the good, talented, and some young players they have, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow. But because they kind of doubled down on the same exact team, probably a year, if not too, too right. long, they might have backed themselves into that kind of corner. Yeah, that's the thing. How were they? If they had trots right now and we're doing this, you could say, all right, fire the head coach and do something. Well, they already made that move. Now what? You you fired that bullet. And now what? Now you're in trouble. Now, look, they can still go on a run here. I mean, like we said, they played 49 games. I'm actually going to the Islander game with Geo Friday night. Uh, they are playing the Red Wings, I believe. And here's where they have to start. Free agency is one thing. Maybe you can't get guys to come here. Yeah, but they keep They have out. to be ultra-aggressive at the trade deadline. Why is it that they don't get guys to come here? Is it taxes? Is it the, the Island? Like, I don't get it. Why do people... Maybe. I mean, it can't be the facilities yeah, anymore because UBS is absolutely beautiful. And right, maybe, the old excuse is all the just, crappy Coliseum, nobody wants to play there, or whatever. Brooklyn, they don't really have a home. Right, what people think of when they just think of the organization, even though you would have thought that a Lamarilla. couple of years ago those runs would have changed it, that Lou would have changed it, the that owner, while he was here, Trotz would have changed it, Ledecky could have changed right, it. They've all got that. a good owner now who seems to have a clue to what he's doing. 
They have a great, respected president in, in Lamarillo. Right, Trotz? I mean, the Islanders, they, they did it the right way. Well, they, they run into some tough spots because you also, listen, you get a, a guy like Panarin who wanted to play for the Rangers. You get guys who want to go to a certain place. What they might have to be the team that makes this move that takes the risk, trades for a rental. You know, not like hope it was a 2006 or 2007 when they trade for a guy like Ryan Smith, hoping, oh, he'll fall in love with playing here. And after a couple of days at the Coliseum, he's thinking, get me out of here. <laughs> now you have to try to do that. Bring a guy in here at the trade deadline and hope that in those two months, he falls in love with being here, sees what it really is. And then that's a guy that you can resign. They, they have to take a risk at some point because status quo is not working. It is a passionate fan base, as passionate of the fan base as there is in New York sports. And I mean, because the fan base is so passionate and sees what's happening, they will allow you. A lot of times you take that risk, it backfires, people go nuts. I don't think that will happen. If the Islanders take that risk and they jump in the pool with both feet, if it doesn't work out, the fan, most fans will say, you know what, they had to take that chance. They did what they had to do. It's unfortunate that the timing of their struggles comes as they build this beautiful new arena. Like it and could as not two be a of better the, uh, newest teams on the rise in the NHL are the Rangers and the Devils. Well, that's another problem. You're right. The fact that the Rangers took their spot in the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago, that's a problem. And the fact that the Devils got off to such a hot start this year, you can't if you're the Islanders, the team that was built to be succeeding last year and now you cannot have the Rangers and Devils both leapfrog you and likely get in the postseason. And a side note, you know, we talked about the Rangers last night. Sturkin was great. Rangers scored six goals, put the kid line back together, had the top line of Kreider, Zabinijad, Panarin back together. Although Glantz still wasn't happy even with the win over Florida last night. Rangers and Devils right now would meet in the first round with that 2-3 matchup. That would be awesome. I want all three in. We talked about the possibility last year. Obviously, it didn't happen. Or I guess we talked about the possibility of it going into this year. But I would love to see it. I mean, even a month ago, it looked like a great chance we were going to yeah. get all three. I still think you could. I mean, the Islanders could bounce back. They're only they two could, games again, it's going to take making the kind of big move that Lou has been hesitant to make in his time here. And has he answered why he didn't do it yet? Is he just afraid to go all in? I, like, I don't understand what the... What's the hesitancy? I mean, the general vibe with Lou is that, you know, patience is important. You have to wait for a lot of, you know, these yeah. things to pay off. But the problem is, and that like might have been Alderson. the right strategy. That might have been the right strategy a few years ago. But now, after multiple off seasons of getting spurned by free agents, you kind of just have to admit this might be the smart way. But right now, it's not working. So we might have to do something dumb to show people that this is a place you want to play. Right. And then, look, hopefully for them it works out. they got to get what they need here, get a big-time player in there, hope to get this team to the next level. And that building is so beautiful. I'm looking forward to going Friday night. 877-337-6666. Back to your calls on the other side. Whatever it is you want to discuss on this Tuesday morning. Giants, of course, been the main theme. You know, next year, look at Daniel Jones. Where does he rank as far as quarterbacks go in the NFC? I think you can make a case right now. He's one of the top three, which is hard to fathom with Daniel Jones. But, you know, Giants are going to have to pay him. Then does that hurt them elsewhere? I do trust Joe Shane and Brian Dable and everything that Shane said I agree with. You know, even with the top receiver talking about how, yeah, I want a top receiver, but you got to be careful because you have to build a team the right way. I always talk about building a team inside out. Giants need to upgrade 
the offensive line. Giants need to improve their defense. A lot of work to be done with the Giants. Uh, of course, so we talked about them. We've touched on a little Yankees, uh, very little Mets. We've done some Jets and a little hockey here, but also the conference championships, of course, coming up Sunday off of what happened in the divisional round and then looking ahead to the Bengals and Chiefs and the Eagles and 49ers. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Speaking of Mike Piazza, I actually had a little bit of a Twitter conversation with him over the weekend. You've seen these new commercials. I think it's uh, Acura commercials where they play, they use Jimi Hendrix music, Voodoo Child, which is, of course, Piazza's former walk-up song. And, you know, obviously during the football games, they're running these commercials a lot. You can't help but notice it. They're on all the time. And the only thing I think of when I hear that music is Piazza. And I had to tweet him. I was like, do you grab a Mizuno bat? That's what he used to use and walk around the house ready to hit whenever that new commercial comes on. And he did respond uh, respond saying that he saw it with the Hendrix. And uh, it was cool to have that uh, real music in the commercial, which I was also thinking, how the hell do they have the rights to that real music? But anyway... Uh, always nice to have a conversation with Piazza who can do no wrong in my world. I have not. I know he's doing this. Uh, wh- what is the name of the show, Fleek, that he's on? This some kind of uh, competition reality show that Piazza is getting involved with? I don't know the name, but there's some of like the special forces. Oh, like yeah, they, right. They special. test them out, like what those guys have to go through. You watch it or no? No. Yeah. I, I should. Is it actually airing right now? I think so, because I think I've seen commercials for it. Dur- I know it's on Fox. I think it's during the commercials air for it during the football games. Uh, yes, I've seen a couple of them. Let me just look it up real quick. Piazza. Uh, what is it? Special Forces? Yes, Piazza Special Forces. Um, no. Have you noticed the commercials, by the way? With the uh, Here we go. Yeah, World's Toughest uh, Test. I give him credit for doing this. Uh, Piazza doesn't have to do it. You know, want to put yourself through a little test? That'll Wednesdays be, at 9 it airs. That on Fox? Yes. So we're already into the season, I guess, huh? Yeah, there have been, looks like, four episodes so far. Yeah, I got to go back and watch it. You know why? Because I feel like it'll bring me closer to Mike. I mean, him and I have now established a relationship, and I feel like this would He's bring He's in us- the thumbnail of the third episode, so if it's a weekly elimination, he was at least there through the third week. Okay, I'm going to watch all three then. As, if Piazza's there, I want to get a better feel for it. Um, do think you, you can get him on to promote the show? Nah, I'm not. I don't. I don't think. I don't want to ruin the good that we have, and I feel like asking him to come on the show would ruin that good. I mean, maybe there's a chance we could tape an interview and then run it back. I don't know. All these the the interviews like that. Like, I want. I would love to talk to Piazza, Matt Ryan. I have to wait until I'm on at a decent hour. I mean, he's probably going to be in town uh, whenever the Mets. Uh, induct those guys into the Hall of Fame. He'll come to induct Al Leiter. That's a good point. He might. June 3rd, I think that is. Yeah, then maybe we could catch up, Mike and I. Um, But yeah, I can't hear Voodoo Child and not think of him. There are certain 
I mean, that's it for me. I know there are certain fans that remember certain walk-up songs that stick out. I mean, maybe there are some others, but none hit quite like Voodoo Child for Mike Piazza. Anyway, I love him. 877-337-6666. Tommy's calling from Morris Park. What's up, Tommy? You used Mike Piazza today, man. Uh, but the giant game, listen, I don't overanalyze it, everybody. Overmatched. Um, get some better plays and see you next year. I'll see you later this year. Jets, Sal, I think the Jets should. We know Zach is going to be in camp. We know Mike White's going to be in camp. Uh, I say bring in either Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Hopefully Brady brings Gronk and bring in the Stetson Rodeo, Stetson Bennett, and work it around there because uh, – Yeah, that's a lot I, there. I, I'm not certain who's going to be in camp. I would think Zach Wilson. Outside of that, I don't think there are any guarantees, not Mike White or anybody. No, you're right about that. There's no guarantees, but those are the guys I would like to be in camp and go with I don't, the see, I, don't I don't think you could have Zach Wilson and Mike White again. I think it's got to be a clear veteran starter if you are to bring Zach Wilson back. Right, but you do need backups because the offensive line, look what happened to Mike White. That's totally offensive line. Or maybe even Mike White not picking up the blitz and, and getting his ribs obliterated. And uh, quickly on the uh, on the Islanders, Islanders, I mean, we know they won four cups in a row. I, I don't think you're an Islander fan. Do you like the Rangers? No, I'm not an Islander fan. No, I know. But if the Rangers ever won four cups in a row, they would be blasting granite in South Dakota and putting those boys up on Mount Rushmore. So, what's your point? My point is that the I think you, you're going to get more publicity as a New York Ranger. You're going to say that the big boys in town. I say the big boys in town are the best team in town. Listen, the Islanders, when they had to drive for five, they played the Rangers in the first round. The Rangers almost knocked them out. They were up two games to right. one. That was the well, I mean, we don't need to go back and relive the history, but well, I, I, do, I, I do understand your point. The Now, you also have to understand that Madison Square Garden is the world's most famous arena. The Rangers have the history. It's just not – it's not it's apples and oranges with the, with the history of the organization. So certain players are going to dream about playing for Broadway, dream about playing in the Garden. That's what used to make the Knicks so special. Obviously, we've seen where that is not the case, where guys don't care anymore like KD and Kyrie and chose Brooklyn. So the Islanders are always going to lose out to the Rangers. Simple as that. Till they get till they get a team that wins the Stanley Cup and they, right, they okay, but be, but when was the last time that they won it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So I yeah, they've won four in a row, but you're going back a long time now. Yeah, no, you're right, Sal. But listen, the thing is, you got to go back to guys like Joe Beningo who would want to play at the Garden. That generation, man, I want to be in the backcourt with Clyde. I want to Joe Bear to pass me. No, that, that's gone. Nobody. No, it's not. That's not, that's not true. You get you know Adam Fox or Tammy Panarin, and thank you for the call, Tommy. And I know Adam Fox obviously grew up a Ranger fan, drafted by the Rangers, whatever. But Fleegs mentioned it before with Panarin wanting to play for the for the Rangers. You have that with other guys who want to play specifically for the Rangers. I don't recall guys growing up saying specifically, "I want to play for the Islanders." Although, yeah, if they build a winner, sure, maybe that can change some things. And their arena is beautiful. But, and I'm not saying everybody wants to play for the Garden or play in the Garden, but the Islanders have had trouble luring the big free agent because their organization, for the most part, over the last 
30 years or so has been a a laughing stock or irrelevant, even worse than a laughing stock. They've been irrelevant. I get the history. I understand it. I mean, I grew up on Long Island, so I know about the Islanders. I'd prefer to play the world's most famous personally, but that's just me. You know what you could get out on Long Island if you go to the Island if you like if you join the Islanders, you could get a pair of Potvin socks. You know Potvin socks? He's got those new socks out there. Stuart is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Stuart? Hey, you wanna talk about the nineteen eighties? Do you? Oh hell yeah. <laughs> stone cold we said, Give me a hell bleeping yeah. Yeah. Just keep it clean right. on the ears. Let me tell you something. That team just had the fighting spirit. Are and you an Islander fan? Yes. Never? Oh, yeah. You never went back to the Rangers or, or no. went to the Rangers? No. Uh-uh. No. Once I switched, I stayed. And that's 50 years. So oh, you, going on so you did years. switch. You left the Rangers, what, after 1940? <laughs> How old do you think <laughs> yeah, I am? I well, I, don't, I mean... <laughs> So you grew up a Ranger fan and then went to the Islanders when they had that dynasty? No. Oh. No. From 62 to 7 when the Islanders came in, I was a Ranger fan. But being I'm from Queens, and I grew up in Queens for most of my life, I've switched to the Islanders because I like, I like I'm from Queens. Nobody switches sides more than you do, Stuart. Guess what? what? It works. Yeah, well, does it? Yeah, it does. You can't switch I mean, teams. What? You can't switch sides. I did. Yeah. I went to the Mets from the Yankees in 62 because of Casey Stingle and Gil Hodges. And why did it take five five decades for Gil? So you went from the the Yankees to the Mets back to the Yankees. Right. And then you went from the Rangers to the Islanders and stayed. Right. And then you went from the Jets to the Giants. I wasn't really a Jet fan, though. Oh, okay. I was more in between. Okay. The one, the one player I did absolutely love was number twelve. Yeah, I know Joe Williams. That's why I thought that Joe you. Namath. Yeah, that's why I thought that you were. That's, uh, the why, that's the reason why I love the Jets because I love Joe Namath. The way he had that swagger and his personality, I said, "Man, I like to be like Joe." What about the Nets and Knicks? You ever switch back and forth there? No, I'm a Knicks fan. Okay, always I'm still been. A Knicks fan. Ah, uh, I'm not happy with the progression of the team. Well, until the Nets win the championship this year, then you switch to the Nets, right? No. Hell no. Oh. Okay. I'm not switching. I like the Nets, yeah, but I'm not switching my fandom to the Nets because they win a championship. Hmm. I mean, I was there when Willis took the first two shots in 1970. You were there? I, I, or like... I wasn't there. I was listening to it. Oh, okay. You were there and as in listening. You were live. Two shots. Clyde took over the game, and we glided home. What was 1940 like for the Rangers? I wasn't there. Oh, oh, okay. Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Stop, 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 stop. I was born in 1952. Oh, okay. All I right. wasn't even a thought in 1940. No, that is true. That's true, right? That is <laughs> that is true. So, let's say this much. I am sticking with the Knicks. Okay, I'm glad they got Brunson. I would have liked to see Donovan. But, hey, listen. Well, you are going to you see him tonight in the casual I know we're going to see him tonight. Uh, I'm not. I'm dreading that one because uh, that guy is something special. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the Islanders, you're right. Everything you said about it, I don't. I for the life of me, like I said to Mike, for the life of me, why did they get rid of Trotz? 
There was no reason to. Yeah, I didn't like that move. I think a lot well, of us didn't understand it. Lamarillo is, uh, how old is Lamarillo now? 80. 80. Time to say goodnight. Yeah, he's older than you are. Yeah, and he should go home. You think so? You're forcing yeah, him out? Yeah, because one of them, he, the, the reason that, what was the reason for getting rid of trust? Okay, they had it down here. But you still. He thought it was time. He, he wanted to be proactive instead of, you know, waiting around and seeing how this year would have went. I think it was a mistake firing Trots. No, they shouldn't have fired Trots. You can't be. You have to be proactive, not reactive. Because look at this. Well, he was proactive. Well, the devil's in our Rangers are in front of us. And that's not a good thing. No. Heck. I want to see the Islanders make the playoffs. And then maybe if they don't make the playoffs, which would be a very disappointment, but maybe if they don't, maybe Lamarillo might say, uh, I'm not doing it right. Or maybe he might say, I'm going Well, home. Ledecky, the owner has already come out and, and said that he trusts Lou has a plan and, you know, he's an owner that's going to hire the hockey guys to do their thing, which I respect. I love it. But, I mean, at some point you got to see the result get and better the results here. aren't there. Well, right now. It was a down right year now, last okay, year, they're, and they're right now they're not. But I still... They still have time to turn it around. Yeah, of course they do. And the thing is, I hope it's, I hope they can get something going this year. So Rokin's been standing on his head, mm. and what have they gotten for it? No, not much to I, show for it. No. And the thing is, I'm looking forward to spring training. Yeah. Do you have a countdown? How many days? Uh, I think it's about 20 right now. Mm. I'm thinking about 20 days we got. And the Man, thing Right is, now I'm worried about a countdown to Aruba. <laughs> and are you going to enjoy yourself? Oh, you better Aruba? believe it. You better believe it. I mean, as I, much as I can with my wife and kid there, sure. Well, you know what I mean? Still enjoy yourself. Sal, right, that's on. what I'm saying. Yeah, you asked if I'm going to enjoy myself. I said yes, as much yeah, as I can with my wife and kid there. Wife and kid, so why not? Heck, there's a lot of things down there you can do with the family. Yeah. I've never been there, but I've heard of people who've been there. Ten days. I don't care how many life. days will pitchers and catchers. Ten days till I'm in Aruba. See ya. Mm-hmm. There we go. And be back uh, after the Super Bowl. Looking forward to it. That would be good. Yeah. And I'm picking. I think. I'm picking for the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Super San Bowl Francisco, pick, and then we'll let you go. San Francisco and the Bengals. Okay. San Francisco. Oh, a rematch. I like it. I love those Super Bowl rematches. And I'm picking Cincinnati. All the way. Yeah, there you go. No. And thank you, Stuart. Have a good day, Sam. You too. And, Stuart, you got to give us a call back tomorrow so we can get to Aaron Hicks. How could you go a whole call? Did, wait, did he say something about Aaron Hicks? Maybe he did already, and I just totally forgot about it. I'm tired. It's way past my bedtime. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. is the number to call on this Tuesday morning. Going to 5 a.m. the warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Been mostly Giants, mostly divisional round as we look ahead now. Of course, Championship Sunday with the Giants season coming to an end. Football season now in New York officially over. We start to turn our attention to the Rangers, to the Knicks, of course, to baseball, where spring training pitchers and catchers We'll be here before you know it. Knicks actually have a tough schedule coming up uh, this week. Tonight at the Garden against Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs. Then Thursday night in Boston. Saturday taking on Brooklyn uh, in Brooklyn. So those are three tough games. And the Knicks, of course, coming off of losing four in a row. Look, I can't get in the Knicks. I mean, we will discuss them in February, of course, when there's not much else to discuss. But they're just, even though they're better, they're still not any good. It's frustrating with them. You, they should be better. You wish they were more legitimate, but obviously they're not. 877-337-6666. Taco Frank from Hamilton, New Jersey. Good morning, Taco. Congrats to your Eagles. Uh, big game, man. Before we get into that real quick, you, you joke with Stewart about 1940. My grandfather still gives me stories about the 33 championships. <laughs> they, they won three games to one. So, really? Uh, Oh yeah, he, I think he was seven then. He's uh, he's about to hit ninety-seven, and uh, you know, Jesus, that, that's the, he's gonna hit ninety-seven. Uh, yeah, I, I told you this once before, but he's got to be one of the only people left that's seen Ruth, Gehrig, all the way up to you know the Jeters and the judges. You know that I've taken him to games. I guess it was about three years ago was the last the last time. But he's uh, he's you name the player, and, and you know he's been there and seen him in person at some point. Incredible. But, he caught Ruth right at the uh, right at the end of his uh, of his career, but um, what a game, man! Um, I, I I know you know deep down, man, that you love Sirianni. Oh, you know, you stop! He's got uh, such a too. punchable face. Although uh, I did like I did buddy. like the eight mile stuff where he played eight mile for the uh, <laughs> for the team before the game. The rap the rap scene in eight mile, which I love. Uh, I hear you, man. But he, I, you know, I, we know you love him, and uh, I'm sitting at Chickie and Pete's, man, thinking about you just screaming. The Giants don't want this smoke, baby. What an embarrassing <laughs> game, man. I mean, I, I in game, you know, you know, I do a lot of in game stuff, man. I practically paid off my mortgage. You know, <laughs> after that, after that first or second drive, you could just tell the Giants weren't showing up at all, and uh, you know, I 
Absolute great game, man. And Lugie did a great job. I don't know if you heard any of the pregame show, man. He had everybody hyped up. He got me hyped up listening to him over and over. And uh, I told you this was coming, man. And saying and I just what? Put what, this got you, what got you pumped up that he was saying? Ah, just everybody. They're going to their parties. Everybody's got everything planned. I'm, I'm, I got to get out of here. I got to run real quick. I got to get my wings. I got to go get this and that. And, and the know, game was I just, over. I told you I was gonna, the game was over but, five seconds in, basically. Oh, man. Oh, uh, buddy. I just, I mean, there's a scattered giant fans where we were, man. But I told you I was doing this the other day, buddy. I had to hear crap all week. So this is all the Giants and Cowboys fans out there. Turn out the lights, baby. The party's over. It's all done. You got to watch the birds. Of course. They say that all. Of course we're going to watch. They're in the championship. Here's the thing you have to understand. Time to watch the birds win it all, baby. Don't make me. Get out of here. No, no. This is New York. This is New York, Taco. Get out of here with that Philadelphia crap. The only thing I like about Philadelphia is Rocky. Everything else, I can't stand it. Philadelphia. Get out of here with the Eagles. At some point, the Giants will build a team that maybe can compete with the Eagles. Until then, go Niners! Or Bengals or Chiefs. Three teams left that we need to knock out the Eagles. One of the one of those three. Oh, the Eagles. I'm trying to think of my most well. My most hated football team, the Eagles are definitely up there. For me, it's the Saints. I hate, hate, hate the Aints. They would be number one. But the Eagles are up there. Nobody really in the north. Uh, I mean, I don't like the Bucks. I don't know if I'd put... Yeah, maybe I'd put the Bucks. I don't like the Rams either. Rams. But I remember, I grew up a Falcon fan, so that's where it's coming from, the NFC South. That's why I hate the Aints. Like, I despise... The Aints. So, New Orleans first on my hate list in the NFL. Bucks probably two, but they might be right there with the Eagles because the Eagles have eliminated Atlanta from the postseason in, off the top of my head, I want to say three times in recent memory. The last time Atlanta was in the postseason, Philadelphia bounced them. That was at the year after the Super Bowl for the Falcons. And obviously the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. The 2004 NFC Championship game in Philadelphia. Vic got beaten to a pulp. Falcons offense did nothing in that game. And the 2002 divisional round, I want to say, also in Philadelphia, where Atlanta had a terrific year but got you know fell short as, as the Eagles beat him. Brian Dawkins was just a beast, man. I hated the Eagles, but he was always a great player. One of my favorite players to watch. One of the most respected players. But as far as teams that have like caused me pain, Denver, too. I hate Denver. I can't even hate on New England. I hate Dan Quinn more than anything else. Yeah, so that would be my hatred list in the NFL. New Orleans, the Bucks, the Eagles, Denver, and then to round out the top five, whatever team Dan Quinn is a part of. Eric is calling from Ron Conkham. What's up, Eric? Hey, Sal, good morning. Uh, always good to hear Taco, even though he's a Eagles fan. But, you know, 
hopefully we'll get together for another game this year. But uh, hey, uh, you, know, um, you don't owe Brett any pizza, apparently. Uh, yeah, has he called yet? I uh, haven't heard. Oh it, no, but, he uh, hasn't. I'm waiting for him. He knows the number. Yeah. Uh, He's got an hour. Yeah, okay. He's, he he knows he better call because if he doesn't call this show. It's going to be another Omar situation. So. Oh, no, no. O- Omar, I know, runs. I want to hear from Omar, too. Omar better take his lumps as well. He's on here talking Super Bowl this, Super Bowl that. Omar's yeah. got to be. He is. Omar needs a couple of days. He's despondent. Right now, he's despondent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs a couple of days, and he'll call with his tail between his legs, as always, because his bills suck, and they're an embarrassment because <laughs> his Knicks suck. But he'll call eventually. Brett, I expect we'll hear from him in the next hour. And if he knew it was good for him, he'd face the music in the next hour. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, I got a little medley for you here. I, I, I know you're going to the Islander game, and it's great hearing Islander talk. Uh, I woke up, my daughter texted me, why are they playing so badly lately? I didn't even know what to tell her, but... Uh, you know, I, I, I do agree, though, that uh, they, I was telling Fleegs that uh, the trade deadline is going to go a long way to, uh, you know, say what's, I think, the future of Lamarillo, uh, you know, going forward. But, uh, uh, look, you're, you're going to the game, though, Friday. You know, with any luck, you'll run into Ralph Macho, and you can thank him for the uh, Cobra Kai being that they announced uh, you know, season six is the last season. At the, wait, so. so wait, the last season? Cobra Kai already has five seasons out? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen them all, but I forget. The last one one that was released was last January, right? New Year's Day or New Year's? Okay, so now. Uh, uh, Was there one since then? No, no. I think uh, the the most recent one came out. uh, uh, I think you're right. There was was one in between there somewhere. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, okay, so there's another one coming out when? uh, They haven't established a date yet, but it's going to be the last one. So, but. and that's oh, it. I'm so saying. the finale. Okay. Well, I love it. Um, right. yeah, you know what? I am hoping to run in Ralph Macho, and I might. Gio hooked it up with some nice seats, so we'll see. I mean, you never know. Maybe we'll be hanging with Ralph Macho. There you go. There you go. Um, either way, I expect a win out of you guys. So there you go. Um, but, uh, well, you know, look, I, you, I don't, I, other... here's what I can guarantee you. I don't know if the Islanders are going to win. I guarantee you Gio and I come out victorious. Oh, I'm sure you will. But, uh, Oh, and by the way, speaking of, before I forget again, uh, I know you, I know you said it's been a while since you've been to Aruba. Please make sure you bring enough uh, sunscreen because that place is very deceptive with the breeze and everything. The sun is very strong there. Good point. So, yeah, last yeah, time I went was yeah. 1998, and I do recall getting right. uh, getting sunburned, and I was not prepared Especially for with it. with your daughter going. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, you know, it's funny with that drop coming out of commercial with Piazza you mentioned talking to him on Twitter. Can you believe this year is 25 years since that since they got him? Holy cow, it's right. May 1998. Yeah. May 22nd, 1998. 1998 was it 22nd or 23rd? Uh, either one of those. Man. 25. Yeah, it was, it was that Friday night, I know, before. Cause I, yep. I, had, I, had, I used to have Saturday tickets, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was a I had night, the but. I had the sixth plan, I want to say myself, and the Friday night game against the Brewers was what I had, and I remember going to the stadium and listening to the mic and, and the dog on the way there and hearing about it and all the excitement, yep. getting to the ballpark, feeling the excitement. But, yeah, the next day was debut. It was either May 22nd or May 23rd. I get that mixed up. But, wow, 25 years in May. 25 years, yep. Uh, okay, now, uh, last thing. Uh, now, I heard I heard you and Moose talking the other day about, you know, uh, now that the game is over, you know, perspective, because a lot of people are now, oh, should we resign? uh in the Jones and all that, I mean, it's just it's crazy. But the here's what I'm curious about, because uh, I know a couple of the uh, coaches now are 
potentially interviewing for head coaching jobs, uh, whether they take him or not. Do you think if Kafka leaves, let's say he takes a coaching job somewhere, do you think that that affects uh, Jones signing, or you think he'll already be signed by then? No, I don't think it affects his signing. I don't think what he has to do or, or what he does, and thank you for the call, Eric, has anything to do with Kafka. Now, if you want to say this affects affect his play next year, that's a different story. I mean, the impact that Kafka has had, I don't think could be overlooked, and everybody talks about Dable, but you know that's kind of the negative with successful teams or successful staffs is that there could be great turnover and you lose the consistency there. So I think the Giants would benefit. Daniel Jones would benefit from having everybody back. But I don't think that it would factor in in his decision. I don't think Daniel Jones is worried about that. He wants to be a Giant. Giants want him. He'll come back. 877-336 is just a matter of how much he's going to come back for. That's going to be the big issue. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.